Welcome to Backlist and Chill. I'm Ollie from near Philadelphia. I'm Senna from Ohio. And this is season 13. The worst one. (laughs) Unlucky. And because it is unlucky we have chosen the series, we're pretty fucking sure we're going to hate every inch of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We are holding back nothing. We are burning all of our bridges and letting them (laughs) light our path ahead. Welcome to season 13 of Backlist and Chill, where we're discussing Amelia Atwater Rhodes and the Mavra. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so before we dive into these arguably some of the most beloved books you or I have have read, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you can can DNF things, you know, do not finish for people who don't Mm -hmm. hang out on Goodreads. Um, And good for you, honestly. (laughs) Stay away from Goodreads. All right. So good. I'm really glad that we are doing this next season. Um, I'm also fucking excited to be done with this author. What's this? Uh, Me too. Let's just go be done and never fucking talk about Amelia Outwater Rhodes ever again. Hopefully. Ever again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so, I'm so tired of it. I can't, I can't adequately explain how tired I am of trying to dig up new opinions about Amelia Water Rhodes. Like, I I just, I'm so done with it. Like, I've exercised this demon. I don't care anymore. My spirit is neutral. Well, I think it's because we expected there to be changes. So the last time we visited this author, we were doing Return to the Den of Shadows. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was book, uh, like, 10 and beyond, you know, so... Mm-hmm. If if you're publishing, you know, books 11 and onward, we would expect to see new stuff and growth and change. And instead, it's all mm-hmm. been a lot of hammering down on the same stuff that we were like, this is not good for us to be reading. These are terrible opinions. I mean, that's the thing, right? Because, like, I feel like even, like, looking ahead at what we have to talk about in these next three books, which, you know, as you said, we've read before, so we have kind of an idea of what we're going into. Mm-hmm. I feel like every criticism that we're going to make of these three terrible books, we've already made. Like, <laughs> the words are out there. Like, well, I've already had every opinion I'm ever going to have about this author. I'm laughing just thinking, like, oh, hey, cool. Season 13, episode one of backlist and chill is up and i open it and i listen and it's just ollie and Cinna, and they say please see return to the den of shadows promises to keep for all our opinions of this book seriously i feel like you could just it, it could just be a clip show this is gonna be a clip show of all of our previous i wouldn't make you do that but i love the idea of it <laughs> Me too. It's too hard and I wouldn't do it, but it's a funny idea. It's very funny. Uh, Yeah, it's... And then, of course, the the adult books that we're not currently planning on touching. Mm. Uh, They're like 500 and 600 pages each. Like, what are you saying? That's too long for things I, again, have exercised from myself. I don't care. I feel like we should just read the opening chapter of each of those. (laughs) Just to see if the writing's changed, even. You 
judge a book fairly by one chapter. I would say that's something that people say about books usually, right? Yeah, often, yes. You, you can get everything you need from the opening chapter. From the first chapter, yeah, for sure. You know how the characterization is going to be. No, but that's the problem is with this author. We know this author's stuff inside out and backwards and upside down and in the dark at this point. If we read the opening chapters of them, it would just be like, or even just like 50 pages, right? Because I personally, I typically give a book 50 pages because I have an extremely hard time. I think I've mentioned it before. I have an extremely hard time mm-hmm. getting into a book. So usually I know if I can first off get to page 50, but also then mm-hmm. like get past page 50, I've probably like finally hit the fucking plot. And that's mm-hmm. usually why I'm having a trouble with the first 50 pages. I'm like, can't I just skip the intro episode of the series? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're all friends or enemies. I don't care. Let's go. <laughs> I don't uh, care about your character. I don't care about your character. I'll figure it out as I go. Right. So like, even if just the first 50 pages, we'll know if there's been growth or not. And that's like a tenth of the book. So <laughs> I, It's a tenth of the review, yeah. <laughs> well, if they're 500 pages. Okay, well, here, let me, let me, let me say this. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, swear to never read Mancer because, listen, I'm here to talk shit about books. And also... <laughs> this is why we podcast. I'm very easily peer pressured into doing yeah. things. So if everybody else is doing it, I'm obviously going to do it. <laughs> it won't be anytime soon. Thank God. I, yeah. yeah I promise yeah. you this. You know what? It's not even pie at this point. It's just, it's white rice and I'm <laughs> over it. I had cake right before this, as you know, (laughs) and the cake was good, but I had just like too much of it. It was one slice and I couldn't even finish the slice. And I feel like in the beginning we were dealing with, "Mm, this is some pretty silly, ridiculous cake and I'm so full. Oh my God. If you make me eat the rest of this slice, I'm going to fucking burst. But now it's just frosting and I'm not even sure if the frosting has sugar in it. So it's just kind of whipped butter. (laughs) Oh, gross. And you're like, oh, God, but I had the cake part. You didn't, you forgot the cake part. (laughs) You just gave me butter on a platter. I don't know why. (laughs) This is not what I signed up for. I'm still going to eat it because I did choose this, but like. (laughs) This is my dinner. I chose to do this for some reason. (sighs) Back in the day, I said, I'm going to eat this whole cake. And now it's just this weird butter frosting. Now you forgot the cream. You forgot the sugar. Ugh. Whipped butter. You know what? Here's the thing. I did know about the whipped butter from the beginning. Sure. But I was just like, did. it's so far away in the future. By the time it comes, I'll be used to this. I'll be, I'll <laughs> I'll be, be fine with it. I'll be fine. There's no way eating an entire stick of butter will sound like a problem. <laughs> And yet, the the more of the cake we ate, and the closer we got to the stick of butter, the more, the more I, my the body cake. rebelled. Yeah, I know. It's I keep thinking this is fake, <laughs> and that it can't possibly be now. And like you know, we could have chosen not to do this this season, but like, oh god, I just want it done. Yeah, I guess. I guess we. You know, you did choose this. As I said, I'm easily peer pressured, and here we are. <laughs> well, I liked the whole thirteen thing. I thought that was funny. anyway so let's fucking talk about this so we cannot talk about it anymore yeah now that we've vented about these books no one knows what we're talking about you're all real turned off from the season already i can tell oh have you stopped listening well i don't blame you (laughs) i don't blame you 
Because we just kicked off this episode with 12 minutes of a cake metaphor. (laughs) Okay, so here at Backlist and Chill, we go through an author's backlist. These are authors that we typically read when we were younger, books that were published 10, 20, and 30 years ago. Mm, So old. So old. (laughs) And we see what's good, what holds up, and we make fun of the wacky stuff. The main purpose of Backlist and Chill is to see how an author evolves and develops as, you know, a writer, how their characters and their world, all of that, like over their career, who do they become? What what stories are they like trying to give us? Like we've discovered a lot about LJ Smith, you know, like very mm-hmm. fun. And now we come to the end of Amelia Atwater Rhodes' young adult books. This will be the first one we've completed, more yeah. or less. Which I'm also excited about. Me too. We can knock this one off the, the we have we have a board. I don't know if you guys knew this. We have a board that's real and physical. And it has like a magnet. It's a magnet board. And each magnet has a picture of the author that we have covered and plan to cover. And uh now we can take Amy's off. Yeah. Annette Curtis Klaus is the only other one, and that was because she only had four books to begin with. Yeah, bless bless her <laughs> for uh, getting out early. Still holding a high spot on, like, the terrible books list. It's weird, right? Because she has one of, like, I know my favorite books with mm-hmm. Blood and Chocolate, and then Silver mm-hmm. Kiss is amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. I was really surprised reading Alien Secrets, how, how much I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. And then you made that fourth book and it's just like so you wanted to average to a d <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's so harsh and yet so true <laughs> that's such so, a burn i love yeah. that <laughs> but this will be our second author that is completed on the backlist mm-hmm. but we don't drink during the intro episodes just so you know just in case you're curious we are not drinking no i had coffee that's about it that's i had some water yeah. this is however part of the conceit of the this series we read and then drink about books mm-hmm. all right so the mavra by amelia Alwater rhodes consists of three books oh thank god only three with awful awful titles oh my gosh blood witch one word which came out may 14th 2013 bloodkin which was released april 14th 2015 and then the final Blood Trader, again, these are all one word, released April 12th, 2016. Now, here's what I would like to uh, kick off with. You would think that having those three titles be one word would make them easier to Google. And yet, they are such common words smushed together into one word that Google doesn't differentiate. You Google blood witch one word, you're just going to get all the results for blood and witch because Google thinks you did a typo. So whatever thing like you were trying to do with like search engine optimization by giving these terrible books, these terrible names, it didn't work. Uh, Bloodkin is like some random maybe metal band as well. Mm, so it's Blood Witch, I think, is also some sort of middle band. Oh, maybe it's not what I'm thinking of. But yeah, it's like, these words have been used by other people for other things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not easy to find. If I remember correctly, we may have already covered a Blood Witch in our sweep season. Oh, shit. We may have. And you look at those titles and I don't, I couldn't tell you what the fuck which one was. I could, but only because we've 
talked about or we, we've had to mentally wrestle with this series so much. That sure. I remember Blood Witch is the first one. Bloodkin is the second one. Blood Trader is the third one. But it was, a, it was purely <laughs> I, chance. I definitely would get Blood Witch and Bloodkin switched up in my head a lot mm-hmm. on which one came first. Like Blood Trader, I was like, all right, that that's the last one because I feel like that's the worst title. It just it's sits really there on the title. cover like a bunch of letters run together. And I'm just like, <laughs> what is this crap? Like somebody accidentally dropped the alphabet on the front of the book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's like, like, that's a title, I guess. It's too many letters. Too many letters in one word. It, right? Like, it's not even blood traitor. Or just traitor. Just call this one traitor. That's worse. But it's not whatever, whatever. Oh my god, I hate these books. <laughs> this is why it will be fun for the audience because we hate these books. Mm-hmm. Also worth noting, these books had short stories that came out between them. There were the Rebel, which was released February tenth, twenty fifteen, and that one is about the narrator for the second one. And then is that the first one that came out? Yeah, you'd think there'd be one before uh, Blood Witch about that narrator, but there wasn't. You would think. Yeah. So it's like, this is weird and doesn't actually fill in any of the time between. Mm-hmm. The Prophet, which was released March 15th, 2016. Again, this is about the narrator of the third one. It's not about anything that goes on in between it's like setting up the the narrator if you need short stories to set up the narrator of your next book <laughs> like don't do that also again these extremely bland titles the rebel mm. the prophet now curiously there is a third short story that was supposed to come out around mm-hmm. these books but it was supposed to be not ahead of it but mm-hmm. after and it was not going to be like rolling back over to Vance and seeing how he's doing at the end of all this. Or <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing right. if the speedometer just kept going? Right. You're like, okay, we've got Vance, and then we'll do a little short to introduce Katie, and then Katie, and then we'll do a little short to introduce Malachi, and then hey, we'll bounce right back and be like, Vance, how are you doing? No, we never fucking get back to him. It doesn't matter. So that was called The Assassin. And it was not released. The publisher never released it. I don't even know if there was a cover for it. A weird little tidbit of information I have is that the third book never even got a paperback. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. So the publishers were just, they were ready to be done like we are. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what? You know what? Probably. But if anybody is curious, if you're you're an Amy stan and you're dying to know, they are in, or no, they finished, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. they have finished posting The Assassin as they wrote it. So like, here's the thing. The reason that The Assassin wasn't published was A, apparently the publisher just decided not to publish it. They were just like, nah. Uh, <laughs> but B, because... When Amy was writing it, they, oops, allegory for autism. And oh no, they, this is all on their uh, Patreon and it's public. So if you, if you want to see like the full context of it, you can go to their Patreon and you don't have to be a, a patron. You can just see it. But they said that like they were writing the character and then they realized that they were ascribing autistic traits to the character 
and they just could not figure out a way to write it that was not shitty. I was going to say, like, shit? Shitty? Shitty. Yeah. <laughs> well, good on them for choosing, I don't think I can do this right, so I should not do it. That's true. But if you are curious, uh, now you can go read it on the Patreon for free if you're dying to know uh, more information about fucking, fucking falcons. Oh my god, it's the falcons. It's the falcons. See, you know, if your problem was that you had an autism allegory and you knew that you couldn't do an autism allegory uh, justice, did you realize you had Vance and could just do a short story from his perspective? Well, okay, okay, so here's the thing. I was going to say, you know, we are aware that these books are sort of cobbled together from Ebony, which is something that Amy would talk about occasionally on the website. Had whole, like, ask the residents sections where it's like they would reference the Ebony books, uh, stuff that would happen during that series. Right. So we know that these books are sort of a revamped version of that. Maybe I don't think Katie and Vance were originally part of Midnight, so I, I don't think their short stories would come from the fucking embers of or the ashes of Ebony, but maybe this <laughs> Falcon thing did, you know? Well, uh, you would be incorrect to guess such a thing. Really? Yes. So I'd, I've read, you know, a bunch of the Ebony stuff you know, at the time, whatever was there that I was to read. And... Mm-hmm. In at least one of them, we we ever meet. Um, his name was Zachary at the time. It is is Malachi now because he's you know he's like gonna get attached to a certain character. So the Obsidian Guild is ever brought up, and mm-hmm. Misha Farrell, who is their leader, not Farrell, Farrell, like Will Farrell, <laughs> Katie Vance, and and Zachary Vance is part of Obsidian. I'm pretty sure he was part of Obsidian. Interesting. Yeah. Actually, you know what? It's not interesting. Nothing about these stories is interesting. <laughs> I retract that statement. <laughs> mm. Curious, perhaps? And just, mm, mm, mm. Acknowledgement of a thing that you said. <laughs> I acknowledge this. Yeah. <laughs> he was definitely there. I mean, I remember this this Quetzal and being you know, just like, okay, that's... <laughs> That's a shapeshifter that you have now, I guess. There's just always new shapeshifters. <laughs> That's how I felt when I read Blood Witch. I was like, oh, this is this is new. All right. <laughs> um, I think, though, that Katie probably, K-A-D-E-E, folks, was probably, like, definitely not the character she is. Okay in this series like she definitely grew i'm assuming all of them grew like i have memories of like the two of them vance and katie like being together maybe like okay yeah but he was definitely a quetzal i feel like she was serpiente and i can't remember if she's serpiente or not in this series like it was she had like maybe she was biracial maybe she wasn't wasn't she human i don't know Either way, she ends up with, like, three heritages. I don't remember a single thing about her. Yeah, it's... But yeah, there were there were whole scenes with the Obsidian Guild, and Vance was absolutely part of that. Okay. And Katie was part of that. But again, they were not these characters. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure they developed 
any were they amount. perspective characters no they were not perspective characters um okay but they were involved in what i would consider book two of ebony um okay so with the hawk queen if you remember her do i remember the worst thing about this series yes <laughs> yes i do just, i do remember that just asking if you remember yeah <laughs> her book they were like obsidian was supposed to have okay well, f- 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 hold on i'm deep in the lore oh no come back come back ollie hold on let me get a rope let me get a rope <laughs> okay. i'm down here there's a lot it's dark <laughs> i think everyone's enslaved <laughs> I've got you. They say they're freedom fighters, but they want to follow a queen now. (laughs) Okay. No, come back. I got you. All right. Okay. That's good. All right. So we don't have to talk about these anymore, right? (laughs) Well, I wanted to wanted to just let you know. Okay. What you saw? There were were a bunch of books, and and people knew about them, Mm -hmm. and some of them were written, and some of them only had a little bit, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and. It was like Ebony and Oriate or Oriette and uh, Midnight and Jade and Crimson and Ivory mm. and Obsidian. Those are so many words. Right? Words. I know what each of those words means. <laughs> and one of them was Obsidian. And that I don't think had anything written. Well, well then how is it a word? <laughs> but I know what the word's about. Well, it's a word because it was like a planned idea. You know, you you ever just have those where you're like, I've got this idea for a story. But like, this author always had titles. (laughs) (laughs) That's that sounds, you know what, that tracks. That tracks a lot. Look, I was a teenager who was like, I've got to really get my dedication and my special thanks down. Like, (laughs) did you write the book, Ollie? Not at all. Okay. I have given my first interview in my head, though, so we're covered. <laughs> I know what I'm going to wear. <laughs> but no, like like sometimes the author would have, you know, like so-and-so's story. But so this one, Obsidian, which actually made sense to be the title, right, was about mm-hmm. the Obsidian Guild. Mm-hmm. And so I assume any of these characters would have ended up as perspective characters. Mm. But, you know, you're looking at... Those those ones I listed, like Misha and Farrell and Zachary and Katie. Ollie. What? We're going to play a game. Okay. I'm going to say a word and you're going to tell me what it's about. Okay. Okay. Um, Jade. Jaguar. Indigo. Falcons. Ivory. Nathaniel. Really? Oh. I know. That word with Nathaniel. I, mm, moving on. Uh... Uh, Crimson. Gabriel. Onyx. There was no Onyx. There was no fuck. I was just, I was just reaching for stones at this point. Um. Uh, Serpiente. Uh, uh, Jaguar. Uh, no, we already did that one. I've honestly forgotten. Oriate, Oriate. Uh, Ashley. Ashley. Alistair. Oh. Oh. Oh, anyway, um, you've got two more. more. Did I get fuck? Ah, oh, shit! Don't tell me. I won't. Um, Ruby. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Foxes. Crystal. Mm, more falcons. Diamond. Oh shit! More falcons. Paradise. Uh, Steven Universe. <laughs> 
Okay, I knew we get there eventually. Um, <laughs> fuck. What's uh, the name of it? Also doing, they were also doing Colors. Midnight? Jessica. Oh, so there was a Midnight. I was just throwing that out there. Uh, <laughs> e- Ebony, was Ebony a book? Harakia Kobriana. Mm. And Aislinn, not Ashley. <laughs> what? No. A-I-S-L-I-N-N, Aislinn. Who is Pronounced not- like it's not. Alistair. Correct. That's too many A's. I know. There's Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, who is also Alistair. Spoilers, everyone! And there's Aislinn, A-I-S-L-I-N-N, not pronounced the way it should be Gaelic. Isn't that Ashling? Or sorry, Ashling. But, like, Ashley is not the human. All right, Amy. Amy, come here. (laughs) Amy, when you spell you it, you can't just look at a word this way. You have to find out how you pronounce it. Yeah, it's you can't just Kaleo. look at it and decide. It's cl- it's Kaleo. It's siete. <laughs> I will die. You know what? I'll die mad about the terrible, terrible ways that they pronounce. I'll die mad about Jessica, Jessica. even though that is pronounced the way it looks. I mean, but it looks. Ridiculous. It's it just ridiculous. it's just what if I say Jessica with a list and I add an H at the end for some motherfucking reason? <laughs> oh oh god. my god. Oh, what was the fucking character in Poison Tree? Sarik? Alicia. I knew it was with an A. A L Y S I A. Alyssa. No. <laughs> no. Like how did how do they do this? I don't know. You don't look at A-L-Y-S-I-A and say, Alyssa, it's like they go out of their way to do the wrong one. (laughs) Super hate it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what those Ebony books are about. It's Jessica, her trainers, Hara, and Aislinn, Ashley Alice Dare, and Amy will always list it as, this is the story of Ashley and Alistair. Ooh, you won't know it's the same character. No one fucking cares. Um, and then the Obsidian Guild. Oh, and the fucking Falcons, but it's three Falcons. Oh, who is it? Charisse spelled Charis. Is it the same? Isn't that yeah, Zane's mom? Same as Zane's mom. But not Zane's mom. Not Zane's mom, but spelled the same. Oh my god, Amy. It's like, if you want it to be Charisse and you want me to recognize it, just spell it C-H-E-R-I-S-E. You already pretend that they're French anyway. <laughs> uh, Kaika is the last one. And um, Merlin, I think is her name. Just like Merlin Falcon? Yeah. Embarrassing. Who's Kaika? She is a magicless falcon who... The prince sends to midnight. I mean, he sends all three of them to midnight for different reasons. Um, And when she gets there, she helps what happens at the end of the third book of the Mavra happen (laughs) with fucking up midnight. Because people are like, oh, are you a falcon? And you've got like some note from your doctor that says you're a real falcon uh, with the word of the prince on you. (laughs) Quick, let's bleach your hair so that it's blonde enough. And just like, don't talk and just like pretend. We'll just like use his magic in this. It'll be great. And then the falcons will have totally helped us destroy midnight. What? Yeah. Everything I said right there is true. What? They lie and say the falcons wanted to bring down midnight. Oh, that's just to, like, generate hype. 
Yeah, to be like, we all came together. Interesting. No, wait. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Let me... Mm. I acknowledge you spoke. Yeah. God, I have too much. Too much. So, right. So, I know the Ebony series too much from whatever time period I was, you know, working with the author on on figuring out plots and shit like that. Like, I really fucking knew these books. And from that, the Obsidian book became, for some reason, these three books. Okay, so Obsidian, you, the unwritten Obsidian yeah. became these three books. Now, my understanding was from, you know, way back when, the prehistoric days on the boards, was that the Ebony books were um, saucy. Oh. <laughs> uh, and that was why they If you're were not 16, they're, you know, saucy. Saucy. And that's why they were not published as is. But when Amelia decided to go forward with them or, or their publisher did, whatever, mm-hmm. they sort of took all the saucy bits out. Is that correct? Uh, my memory of the Mavra is that it is not sexy or saucy, that, like, I think maybe, yeah, there's at least one scene in the third one mm-hmm. where the main character, like, has an encounter with a, f- a fucking trainer or something, or a, mm-hmm. a bounty hunter? I don't know. Whatever Theron is. Mm-hmm. Like, they fuck, but, you know, it's the oh. same kind of, I think, I think we'll find out when we get there. But that that's, like the most titillating that it gets where ebony should have just <laughs> it's funny because it just got brought up should have just been some straight up anita blake stuff <laughs> okay of like so we've talked about midnight predator mm-hmm. and we've talked about promises to keep and i feel like especially with ebony if this author had just written "Ooh, it's a kinky story Oh, and you're enslaved by this beautiful vampire or shapeshifter or whatever, and not <laughs> like involve motherfucking politics, which they're fucking obsessed with. They can't not. It's just in politics. Just they can't all the way down. Oh my god, I hate it. Like, oh, you say it's a sexy gay romance? Nah, things full of politics. Don't you lie to me? <laughs> I know. You'd rip off the mask, and it's politics. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Right. So so Ebony was definitely just like, I'm going to write some kinky fucking books. Oh, yeah. But I can't publish them for children's. Of course. So just write them for adults. like. Right. Well, that's the thing. Like, they then, after finishing Mavra, went on to publish Mancer. Yeah. So it is interesting to me that they, maybe they were concerned about the worlds being intertwined and like yeah the like an 11 year old would read yeah. forests and then be like man yeah what a roads all oh, want to go read this so change it change the fucking world make it something else just just change the names or something like like don't make it midnight just vampire central here we go you know like yeah just write write your own little um kindle porn vampire yeah. erotica yeah, yeah, yeah. write your own fanfic of your characters <laughs> where it's like your your character is getting, you know, tortured, sort of. But in a sexy way. Yeah, where it's like, oh, I'm going to hold this bar, and I'm going to be on tiptoes, and he's going to whip me. And he wants me to break. He wants me to call him master. And I won't do it. I won't. My pride. I won't do it. <laughs> 
And then he takes me down because he's very frustrated. And then he decides that he's going to fuck me so gently. And you're just like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> but it's only, it's not bullshit if it's like, that's the point. If the point is right. kinky, sexy, bloody torture that's not super torturous and fucking hot vampires. Yeah. I mean, that's, and shapeshifters. that's a lot of Kindle porn. Right. You could have made an Anita Blake series. Instead, you made the Mavra. No, no, here's, here's, oh, the road not traveled. I just fucking nexted five seconds into, like, each future. (laughs) But, like, a world in which the Mavra doesn't get published because, again, as we've said multiple times, this series, as it was published, sucks. So much. So if they had just been, like, just gone the L.J. Smith route, you know? (laughs) And you know, with um, with dark romance like blowing up the way that it has, yeah, you know what? It might have might have been a more profitable route. I think so. And it's like you want to sprinkle in some politics, go for it. But please have an editor who tells you <clears throat> this is a dark romance. We need it to be at least seventy five percent dark romance. You can have twenty five percent politics. You go to twenty six percent. I'm slapping your hand genuinely get katie roberts editor you know like she's doing the exact same thing she has her dumb fucking world building and olympus (laughs) politics but you know what every few scenes somebody gets fucked (laughs) and that was where the fun was for me in the ebony books was like haha awesome you've got these beautiful always women you've got these beautiful women and these hot vampires and shapeshifters and sometimes yeah well not sometimes one of them's a woman because it's jessica Mm-hmm. let's just do that let's just have kinky sexy shapeshifter vampire and and all of the the people who were getting fucked were very typically also shapeshifters so it's like they mm-hmm. can handle whatever these vampires want to dish out like it's <laughs> it's that thing we were saying with um like daryl it's like why are you going after human girls like just go <laughs> go find yourself someone who's like fuck yeah that sounds hot i would love to just be your little doll mm, you can dress me up and then like fuck me great you want to hit me oh, i'm super into that like just <laughs> find someone who can handle your shit, but no, non-con is their 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 bang. Right? Yeah, that's not the point. Yeah. Not the point for Daryl. Not for Daryl. Fuck that guy. Right. But yeah, could have been. Wasn't decided. No, I cannot publish those books because children could find them, and it's like, Ugh. so you wanted to still have your slave empire books, and you wanted to. Still show it getting torn down. Okay. 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 But you, you wanted to like have it told from the perspective of this like outlier criminal group kind of, but they're not really criminals and, and you're going to just completely uh, be super shitty about this one girl who was part of the group who got sold into midnight for a little while and like is dealing with a bunch of trauma and sexual assault survival. And you're going to just Ugh. be awful to her. Okay. And she's she's your villain at the end uh, for your characters after Midnight's Gone. Uh, wow. Uh, Why didn't die. you just write the dark romance smut? We can't think about it until we get to that book. <laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah. yeah. So no book in a series where Jessica exists and is breeding human. Oh, God. Literally breeding. Misha, the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Jessica gets to survive. You don't even create some new underlings of Jessica's to murder so that, like, nope. we nope. could have the satisfaction of, like, whoever is got Vance enslaved, you know, him getting to fucking because stab them or something. I know. Oh, God. Ah. So if you've listened to our previous episodes, the love interest from Promises to Keep is the one who has enslaved and keeps Vance, our protagonist of book one here. Mm, I hate these books so much. All right. <laughs> we can't we can't go on about this because we're going to have to go on about this for three episodes. So uh, yeah. I attempted to do a little bit of digging to get more background information about because I know that you knew about Ebony, but I wanted to see if there was any information about like the restructure from Ebony to Mavra. Ah, yes. Yes, yes. And you would think, because as we've discussed, these three books were published in the uh, mid to late teens, where blog tours were a big thing to promote books. Like, that was just a thing that a lot of authors did, regardless of, like, level. Like, real, yeah. like, self-published authors would do oh, that. Oh, yeah. I, I found, like, nothing. I can't nothing? find proof that Amy even did a blog tour for any of these books, which is crazy. That sounds impossible they did tours on earlier ones like that is the easiest thing for a fucking publisher to set up right so i was looking at like the dates of the interviews that i could find and there were some for like 2008 there were some for 2011 so like as they were publishing the new dens like they were doing some interviews i think i found like one interview for blood trader that gave me absolutely nothing (laughs) did it ask what advice do you have for new writers (laughs) Probably, probably. (laughs) The only thing that I found, and like, so Amy has always been extremely online. Yeah. And has always kept like a fairly like detailed log because we were able to dig up a lot of information about the previous seasons, right? Mm -hmm. But during this time, like the blog that they kept, there were huge gaps. Oh, there's absent? Yeah, there's like nothing. The only thing that I found that referenced the Mavra at all was in a blog update from uh, 2014. These were announced in 2012 from what I've found. They were announced in 2012? Yeah, Amy announced that uh, in February of 2012 on their old website that is now defunct. Like I clicked the link and it it doesn't go anywhere. Okay. So the the next thing that I found was in February 2014. They were talking about the end of the Den of Shadows and they said a little bit about the Mavra, which is that it takes place in 1803 and 1804, could also be considered Den of Shadows books. So saying that they're done with the world of Den of Shadows is a lie. They say that the trilogy looks back at a period in time that they've wanted to explore in fiction since they first published Shattered Mirror in 2001 and Midpred in 2002, the era of the original Midnight. The world in 1804 has midnight at the height of its power. New Mayhem is a baby town, still considered backwater by most vampires and relatively unknown to anybody else. The Vita Smoke Aran, which is our huddle together in the town of Vietzen, a thing I've never heard of before. That name always, I've seen it a couple times and I'm always just like, venison? <laughs> Vietzen, a word that does not sound like it has any recognizable etymology right. but they hang out in witch town they hang out in witch town their main goal is survival and even that looks questionable as evidenced by the fact that the light line was lost long ago the bruja guilds are nearly formed the shapeshifters still have empires 
the Shamnique. I don't know how to Shamanique. pronounce that word. Yeah, them. Chantel and Azteca are still powerful forces with extraordinary magic. And Aztec Blood Witch has the ability to blah, 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 blah. Stuff about what the different shapeshifters can do. How powerful everybody is. Yet Midnight still rules. The Serpiente Diente and the Avian Tulithia are beholden to the Vampire's Empire and even the Azteca. Shim Anmik and Chantel negotiate them with wary respect. That is where we are when the Mavra opens. And that's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's everything. That's all the information that they put out about <sighs> the development of the Mavra. But there's... This is this is I am shocked because unless they're very specifically trying to avoid mentioning. So I have gathered up what I could from my kinky sexy books about enslavement and turned them into these books. Like if they're very specifically trying to avoid talking about mid or ebony, then I guess, but like why not mention like, cause they, I guess maybe they, they used to, right? They used to be like, ah, oh, this yeah. is what inspired me. Like that we, we know s- ridiculous facts about like how <laughs> in the forest of the night was written, you know, like where yeah. I was sitting in this type of computer and I had mm-hmm. this type of beanie baby sitting on my head while I was yep. visiting this person. Like, we don't need to know that level of information, but that is, that is wild to me that there's just nothing about like, this is why I chose to go back and, and explore these books. This is why mm-hmm. I chose to look at the Obsidian Guild. I wanted to talk about the fall of midnight. It, it felt important to me after where I left it off, where I didn't take down new midnight, you know, <laughs> like, and the idea of, I guess they could technically be Den of Shadows books. Like, yeah, they, they are. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not returned to the Den of Shadows. They're Mavra, but it's all in Nyusa groups, so... Oh, just ridiculous. Like, come on. Yeah. I guess it's just growing up, right? Like, because yeah. when, when we had all that information about their first handful of books, it was when they were very young and extremely online. <laughs> we didn't online. need all that. Yeah. Maybe they just realized <laughs> that we don't need all that. It is interesting that they swung in the other direction where it's like, because we had pertinent information on the other books on... You know, wolf cry is about, you know, not living up to your parents' expectations because you choose mm-hmm. to not go to college. Mm-hmm. Or or poison tree, where it's like going and doing stuff other people don't expect from you or whatever with, with Elisa, Alicia. Mm-hmm. All of those had purpose. And I don't know that these have a purpose if the author isn't telling us there is one. Yeah, I would be very curious if there you know there are fans who who are aware of interviews that i missed or maybe just you know because they did have a message board at the time that i can't access so maybe they talked about it there like in q a's and stuff so maybe there is this information but i was just not around to get it and it hasn't been archived right the wayback machine has failed us because it is not way back enough uh yeah, I mean, you know, the Wayback Machine does not have a login to their forum, so you nope. know, it'd be like nope. that sometimes. Yeah. Super interesting. Or hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna continue to do that. Hmm. Every time I want to impulsively say interesting, I'm just gonna hmm. No, for sure. These these books do not deserve our gentleness. Mm-mm. Uh when we started this author's backlist, we, you know, we were dealing with an actual teenager. And mm-hmm. I think when probably book one or two came out, 
they're they're a mother, which means maybe when they were writing book three, they had a young kid that they were dealing with. So it's like, you are old enough to be married, divorced, and have a child. <laughs> so like... <laughs> right. You're old enough to stand up to fucking criticism. Yeah. You're a goddamn adult. You don't know what these books are about, I guess, because you don't talk about it. Um, oh. you know, usually we have looked at them in the past and been like, so this is our reading, but the author says it's this, and I guess we can see that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the author's opinion, you're not going to see that. So guess what? We're not going to see that with these. Yeah. What what you were going for? Don't know. Uh, no idea. I went to look at their fan site to see like when they, because you said that they announced the Mavra in 2012, and it looks like they did that on their forum. So okay. any information about these books and their development was on, was the on that forum that we can't get to. So, But it's just gone. It's just gone. Uh, the only other thing that I found was that they had apparently written or co-written a sort of tour of Midnight before the first book was published that they posted on Facebook. That sounds bizarre. They wrote with a fan using the fan's OC. So Okay. So I'm going to read that before we start uh, <laughs> just to sort of figure out what the fuck it is. This author does super love doing role play with their own worlds and their fans and the fans' OCs. And that has been going on since the original boards. So that tracks with me. Should have just written a, a world. Should have just written an just RPG. Written an RPG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the updates for like the nice group RPG that we're going to get from the Mavra. Oh my god, I would just be oh like, god. why did you send me this? I didn't ask for this update. Everybody disliked this. <laughs> so I was going through looking for if like anyone had links to the blog tours, because I was also looking for them, because I was like, I could have sworn I remember some blog tours about it, maybe Blood Witch? Like, that would mm-hmm. make sense, right? Brand new yeah. series. I was like, okay, I'm not finding anything. Ooh, Twitter. If I search the author's last name in the word blog tour. Mm-hmm. Okay, or, or, or blog? or or tour or interview no nothing no anyone who posted that stuff is like deleted their twitter by now <laughs> but what i did find was like so and so is x number pages into blood witch bloodkin blood mm-hmm. trader and some of them were just so funny to me mm-hmm. where it's like i'm enjoying it but i can't help but feel like i'm out of the loop And then, like, a hundred pages later, am I missing part of the story? Everything seems like a lead-up to something else, but there doesn't seem to be anything else. You are. You are the reader. (laughs) Right? It was, like, somewhere else. Uh, Really interesting, beautiful world that I've yet to understand most of. I have no clue why I should care about these characters. (laughs) We're just like, okay. Uh, Twos. Just two out of five all over the place on these things. One of my my favorite ones was like casual reminder that Jaguar insists that he's different in Midnight Predator. Still owns slaves though. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad it's not just us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Laura. Can I can I tell you my favorite story related to these terrible books? Yes. Okay. So I wrote a review for the series for my blog back when I first read them. Yeah, and, I posted, and your blog is no longer there. 
no longer. Good riddance. Um, and <laughs> no, I loved it. I posted it to Goodreads, mm-hmm. and oh. okay, I, okay, okay. I remember. I okay, got the best comments. There were two: one from Crystal Luna, one from Stephanie Castro. And Crystal said, "I literally made an account to like your review." <laughs> and then Stephanie says. We both did. We <laughs> called each other and fell in love with you, FYI. Oh. And I just love, oh. I love that, like, they were like, like, me too. Like, I, I me too this so hard that I made an account to tell you how much also like this. Like, And I called my best friend yeah. who also read these and was mad about them. And we both read your reviews and love you and made accounts so that we could like your review. I just, I love, like, because I felt, like, that vindication of, like, okay, so it's not just me. Like, I'm not the only one who feels like this was fucked up. And then the third comment that I got was uh, saying, I'm rereading the Keisha Ra books, and reading what happens to the shapeshifter universe in this series is fucking me up right now. (laughs) And I'm like, same, dog, same. So I remember, like, I had told you about what happens in in uh, ebony mm-hmm. and you were like no why is it that what that's terrible these books from my childhood and you're gonna tell me that's how danica and zane's children and and descendants end up why would you do that mm-hmm. like it's a real ollie move frankly <laughs> But like, but it wasn't me. I'm not the author. I didn't do this. <laughs> but yeah, like, for you to find other fans who went, um, knowing that this isn't going to go too hot. Yeah. Why am I reading the Kishara? You spend so much time, you know, like reading these books and thinking, is it me? Am I just like too fucking picky? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and you know what? It could be true. Maybe we are, but there's at least three other people out there who agree with us. <laughs> Two who made accounts to tell you. I know. I love it. But like y- you and I have the context of like, I have the context of knowing you and knowing like what you know about, you know, the kind of behind the scenes stuff. And Ebony. yeah. And you were on the boards. Yeah. And you have the context of like being friends with Amy and stuff. The things that like your normal reader doesn't have. So they have even less context. I know. For the twists. Their context and could turns, just be the books. Which are not context. They're no context. No. Like I, I, I told you, I was reading the thing where it's like, I keep feeling like I'm missing something. Like it's mm-hmm. leading up to something and that something never comes. And you're just like, those are the books. Like the, <laughs> the back of these books. This one is nineteen ninety nine, but by the time the third one came out in only hardcover, you could only get this in hardcover. It mm-hmm. was tw- it was twenty three ninety nine. I have read that wrong. That was Canadian. Seventeen ninety nine. Okay, they're both just seventeen ninety nine. <laughs> I was like, why did it go up? Because Canada. Anyway, eighteen fucking dollars, probably twenty bucks with tax. Like you you paid maybe sixty bucks for this series. Hmm. Oh my god, you poor children. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hope I hope you find it on Kindle for two bucks instead. Like Yeah. Do not pay sixty goddamn dollars for this. This stuff that doesn't lead anywhere or go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about all the nitty-gritty when we get yes. to the books, but just they are truly a tease and like 
if even if I did not know, as as is clearly evidenced by the comments you found, even if I didn't know that they came from ebony and have been like so so gutted, yeah, I would know. I would know that there's something, or I would think, oh, the author has another series on the way that's going to continue this, but that's not true. <laughs> right, so. you get to the end, and you're just like, and the rest, yeah, right, the denouement. Where's my finale? Yep. Yeah. It, and if you only had the Kiyoshira, or you only had Midnight Predator. It's wild to go from the Kiyoshira, which has not the best ending, is also bad. The ending of the Kiyoshira is also bad. But, but somehow go, this is worse. Oh, yes. But to go from like in the Kiyoshira where it is relative peace, even if they are separate kingdoms, to go to this. Is, yeah, it's yeah, it's a stab. It's a real gut gut punch. Yep. I mean, like I can already tell that our answer at the end of each episode is going to be so. Cinna, do you recommend these books? <laughs> no, I'll already tell you, no, none of them. No. Now we don't have to ask. Yeah. So, like, I hope people will join us if they can find these books for super cheap. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, I found my copy of the third one at the literal dollar store. Amazing. Get them from the <laughs> library if the library has it. I doubt they will, but like, mm. do not buy this new. It is not worth your money. To mm-hmm. just to be mad so that you can listen with us be mad. Us being mad in the podcast. Don't, don't do we'll it. We'll be mad for you. It's fine. Yeah. But if you have followed us with the other Amelia Water Roads, uh, Den of Shadows, and Kieshara, uh, and Return to the Den of Shadows, if you have followed those, you are absolutely going to want to hear how pissed off these books make us <laughs> in season 13 here at Fackless and Chill. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yep do you have anything more you want to say warn nope that's it now we have to fucking read them i know i know (laughs) and the worst part is we're we're gonna be able to record the first one in person together yeah, that's right. We should tease that little bit that we're yeah. you're coming for a visit just in time mm-hmm. to record our next episode. So that's what we're going to spend some of our fucking precious in-person time doing. Precious, precious time. We're going to get to go to a fancy cool, well, it's not fancy, but a cool grocery store. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of fancy, but it's like fancy, fancy in like a theme like a park. warehouse way. Yeah, like it's really, it's like Bugaboo Creek <laughs> on the walls kind of stuff. We're going to go to cool grocery store and pick up all kind of delicious foods and snacks and alcohol uh, mm-hmm. and fun ginger ales and i'm gonna find some new absinthe and it's gonna be great but we are gonna have to talk about blood witch by amelia water Rhodes, book one of the mavra but at least we get to do it together we do for this first one yeah so that'll be that'll be fun mm-hmm. i've never done that before so yeah it'll be neat yep all right you can find me on Twitter at Olivia Hennis, and the podcast is there as well at Backlist Podcast. Um, if for some reason it ends up working, we also have a Red Bubble now. Oh, we do. Uh, please give us your dumb merch ideas because we don't have yeah. any. If there's like phrases we've said that you thought were silly, let us know, and we'll just see if we can type it up and put it on a sticker. We mostly just have it to have our silly Vita Gym logo. But it does require us to have several things. So we're, we're working on getting it all sorted out. Go, go check it out. 
Yeah. Oh, also, we need to welcome a new <gasps> patron. Yeah, Jack. Hi, Jack. Welcome to the new season. I think it's very funny that you are joining us and I'm thanking you here on an Amy episode. <laughs> Since Jack is a friend of mine and one of our first conversations was actually about Amy's books because we were dating at the time. Wow. It's yeah. that long, huh? Yeah. And, and, and Jack had read... Uh, I think at least Demon in my view, if not in the Forest of the Night. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so I've known Jack a long ass time. Welcome aboard, Jack. Yep. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Thanks for becoming a patron. Thank you everyone yeah. else for joining us as well. Mm-hmm. And where can someone become a patron? Uh, they can become a patron on patreon.com slash backlist and chill. Fuck yeah. And where can they find you? Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at endless underscore run. Yeah. Come chat with us. Yep. All right. We shall see you next time. Blood Witch. Unfortunately. Season 13. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All, right. All right. I think that's good. You did great. We're great. You did great.